Welcome to the Mentality Podcast. We're recording at the incredible Wheatwood Hall Hotel Podcast Studio. This is a podcast that goes way beyond stigma. We talk about men's mental health and mindset. We encourage the type of conversation that will open you up to another way to live life, another way to see yourself and the world around you. If you are ready for that, you're in the right place. I'm Stevie Ward and I'm an ex professional rugby league player and captain and now I guess I'm a bit of a podcaster, speaker, actor, writer, entrepreneur. I'm still working all that out but at Mentality we help men take control of their mindset by teaching them to find purpose, resilience and what I believe is the new success, inner peace. That sounds good. If you are that guy who is waking up to the fact that they need to do something different in life and the same old habits aren't working for you, it might be time to step up. If you want to start your journey with us, you can go to mentality.co.uk forward slash counselling. Mentality will help you change your mind. How you change your life, well, that's up to you. Mark Whittle, my friend from, you're like a long distance pen pal nowadays, aren't you? <laughs> last, last time I saw you was 2019, where we ripped it up in um, LA, didn't we? We did. Spent some time together in LA with good old Dom, went to see LeBron James, Yeah. Um, went to the Lakers. taught him a few tricks, <laughs> uh, and we had a right time, mate, we had a right time of it, but we've been catching up last night, caught up this morning on um, the whistle stop tour of life you know it's been a few years since we've properly connected in person mm. um, so it's good to see you my mate yeah it's too, really mate. good to see you actually I've enjoyed yeah. it I've enjoyed the conversations that we've had and I think the nature of the work that we do um, means that the conversations that we have go next next level don't they mm -hmm. they've been class yeah they've been class well you've you've been a friend for at least four years yeah and it's one of them like as soon as we see each other it's quite easy to chat isn't yeah it? last night was an example of that like yeah but pretty deep pretty quick but <laughs> yeah no, I, I value the friendship mate and it was it's been great last night and this morning yeah so what tell me you know fill us in mate because this might be the third podcast that we've done together yeah. fill us in mate we last did a podcast on the beach in Malibu, funny enough, yeah. if you remember. Oh, that was amazing. Tops off. Mate, oh, mate, <laughs> it was class. That was epic. That's the life, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? You sit down and you think, this is what I want to do in life yeah. and this is where I want to go. And you go, well, actually, this is all right as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us, mate, what, since 2019, I know that you've left the corporate world, mate. You've backed yourself. Yeah. And you've gone into... To coaching yeah tell us about that mate tell us about our journey yeah mate it's been amazing it's been a, it's been a pretty wild journey so obviously the whole point of take flight was when you wake up to the realities of our conditioning when we wake up to the realities of you know what we think success is mm. working every hour under the sun trying to earn as much money and playing status games yeah you want to change that so yeah. that's what take flight started from and as you know, it was a podcast. I think you were on episode seven. Yeah, like I've got number seven in my head. Yeah, yeah early yeah. days. So started the podcast and did that for three years while I was building the business on the side. Been coaching for ages, but not officially, mm. like mm. not an official coach where I really went all in. So yeah, mate, 2019 was a pretty critical year. Obviously it was right before lockdown. Yeah. Um, and that was the last time that we spoke. And then since then, 2020 was the year that I actually left the corporate world. So it was October. Yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah, mate, it's it's been unbelievable. Like nothing can really prepare you for taking that leap. Mm. And the three years of preparation were great as far as a brand building exercise and the podcast yeah. Yeah. had been built up for three yeah. years, which is a really great support for what I was going to do. Yeah. But I was building a coaching business like for the first time ever yeah. and getting clients for, the, for like officially and really building a product and how I was actually going to work with somebody mm. and take them through what I've created as my coaching program. And it's been incredible. Yeah. Also, it was it was lockdown 2020. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd just become a dad. I had a four month old. I'd just moved out of London. So I, I wouldn't say I regret anything. Was it a lot to do all of that in the same, yeah. the same few months? Probably. 
but any period of change is hard. So mm. I think it. I think I probably benefited from doing it all at the same time. There's never a right time either, is there? That's it. I think we we try to wait for the perfect time so often, but there's, yeah, as you said, never you say our conditioning, the way that we're built and the way that we're wired is there's always something, you know, that we, there's never a clearance, is there? Do you know what I mean? There's never, oh, this is, I'm in the open field now. This is the time to launch. This is the time to jump into it. You just have to do it. And for me, that's the best way to learn. Sometimes I'm, you know, I'm doing a master's at the minute and, um, I learn just doing it. Do you know what I mean? And talking about it and experiencing the feelings and 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 and, and the stuff that you do wrong whilst I'm I'm doing the thing. Sometimes writing assessments, I'm like, oh, like it, it, trying to fit my thoughts into this box. Mm. It, it makes me feel a bit like stressed yeah. because I'm so used to you know like yourself, you can do mentality and you just jump into it and you're figuring yeah. all the stuff out as you go along. Because otherwise you never get started anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're never gonna have enough knowledge to actually think, right, I'm I'm the flipping, yeah. I'm the right man to be doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing, you know. It just eventually you know what you're doing by trial and error. There's um Tony Robbins has this this concept called the six human needs. Mm. One of them is certainty. Like we all strive to be as certain about a certain situation as possible because it gives us comfort and security. Yeah. But especially with a leap of faith, like you're never going to have 100% certainty. You can have a pretty good idea and you can try and prepare yourself as best mm. as possible, but you're not going to be 100% certain. No. And taking that leap for me was a leap of faith because you have to trust that it's going to be all right. And if yeah. it isn't, then you can always go back to what you were doing before. Yeah. But a lot of us are scared because you think that you might fail mm. or be perceived as a failure if it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, what about if it does? Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I, and interesting about the whole like putting in a box thing. Mm. I don't know if you've seen some, I've shown you some of my clips earlier from the podcast, but like one of the things I started to do in the summer this year was create trailers for the episode of the podcast. Yeah. So, they're all great, man, by the way. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I really appreciate it. It yeah. takes so much work. Yeah. But the, the first time I was kind of doing it, because I scroll through, I pick every timestamp, I pick mm. every little video that I overlay or song or picture, and I, and I put it all together and my videographer makes it. Yeah. And for the first 10, 15 of them, I was trying to fit in a certain box and I was trying to go, right, I'll use this bit of content from them. I'll use this video of the guest, this. And it was it was trapping me a little bit in, yeah. and limiting me as to what I could do. Yeah. And then recently I've gone, well, fuck that. I can use any piece of content. Yeah. So now I'm like, when a guest says something, I'm, I might pull in a quote from Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. in the one I've just done recently, I've dropped in like Conor McGregor and David yeah. Goggins in it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And I'm and I used to hate doing it, and now I love doing it. Really, it's more creative. So what's the shift then? How how have you managed that shift then to to that? Like, do you just go with intuition and just yeah yeah yeah? And when I'm doing the interview, I'll I'll hear things. If someone like I did one yesterday, and he mentioned Joe Dispenza, so in my head it's already ticking around. Like, what clip can I get a Joe Dispenza? Yeah, yeah. I'll use what he said about him, yeah. and then I'll pull in like something a clip that he said himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, like this one with David Goggins, it's a guy called Miles Langford, amazing. He won't like this term, but celebrity tattooist. Right, <laughs> just, okay, yeah. He basically he's one, you know, one of the leading tattooists in in the in the world actually. But he's got incredible business in in London. Mm. Tattoos, you know, Mason Mount, Ben Ben Chilwell, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Romeo Becker, like all these yeah. like great people. Um, but in the episode, he said something about how his mindset is dictated by David Goggins, and he feels like he has David Goggins in his head saying. And then I use that clip mm. and then I layered Goggins Plus, going in like, yeah, stop yeah. being a little bitch, yeah. stay hard. <laughs> like, stay hard. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the shift was just opening my mind to uh, anything can go into this and being mm. in, as creative as possible, like tapping into all my creative juices that yeah. when I was a kid, I used to know that I could do stuff like that. I used to write poems, used to write mm. songs and stuff like that, that I'm terrible at singing, so they never went anywhere. <laughs> but you know that process of putting words together or putting yeah. phrases together, and I think that's why I love podcasting because it's a bit of a, it's a bit of an art as well, like mm. a conversation arc. Mm. Um, so stop limiting myself and forcing myself to like go off of what they said and building a bigger picture of what the story is. Yeah. the shift, I think. Yeah, I think that's what where I'm at now, and like you know, because it's academic and you got to look at references and you got to mm. yeah. learn all that sort of stuff. I'm like how's the best way for me to produce this bit of work here which i allow myself to come into it and what i know already yeah you know and then you're looking at the friction of right what do these say technically you know it's it's like 
similar you know but it's just allowing yourself to be free with it mate this is it you, it. you want to put your stamp on what you're saying exactly right yeah. you want to do your version of the thing which is like with reference and stuff we were talking about last night it's so difficult to do yeah. that because you're limited and restricted by what somebody else has said before mm. and there's a rule that says you have to then quote this person and cite this person within your writing yeah so mate i feel you but but I then we could it. yourself come into it by the critical thinking is that how it works? Do you know I, what I mean? I, I suppose that's where you put your bit into it, yeah? Yeah. Your, just, what's, what's your take on what that person said? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You're now my university tutor. <laughs> You're coming to the podcast. Um, so, yeah, mate, like, flipping, this is it, you know, this is what it's been for, I guess, take flight and mentality since we created them. Mm. You know, you sort of, there's something that Carl Jung talks about and I love it and, it, it, and, and there's sort of three steps for the progression of you as a man or as a human being, right? And originally, you're like the athlete, yeah? So you're trying to get everything from your body, yeah? You're like looking at like the progress you can make, the PBs you can make, how fast you can run, how strong you can be. And then you look past that, you go past that and you become the warrior, right? Mm. And you're trying to get everything from the world and you're like, this is what I want to get, this is what I want to become, this is what I can achieve, yeah. you know? And then eventually after that, you become like the servant or you become a servant, right? And that's like the next sort of part of the, the journey yeah. where you can take from what you've learned, the experiences, the the, the wrongdoings, the, the good stuff you've done. And then you, you become this, this figure where you're actually going, right, I just want to serve now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's, I've been sat in these discussions in these podcasts and I think it's just so amazing that we've been able to capture we, we did the podcast at similar times. Yeah. We've been capturing our evolu evolution. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'd be able to go back into the the memory bank, but I'll be able to go into the, the physical memory bank of these podcasts and see the questions they're asking, seeing where my thinking was and seeing how I was evolving as a human being with thoughts and emotions and conditioning, yeah. you know, and seeing where that, that evolves to, yeah. which beyond anything else is great just for your own personal journey isn't it mm -hmm. so like what what's your journey been with alongside the the launch of the coach and alongside the sort of leap of faith what's your sort of journey been like for how you are wanting to live your life you know yeah. and think and dream and put things into place you know yeah, mate, it's a big question. I it's mean, a big question. Yeah. F firstly, right, just on that thing, I love it because I've got a similar, <clears throat> I've got a similar concept called the the four stages of man, which is very similar, but it's, yeah. and I've got like the sort of tattoos to- Is that the magician? And, to mirror it. It's, no, that's the four archetypes, archetypes. actually, which is incredible as yeah. well. But this is, um, so the child, yeah, then the warrior, then the statesman. Love it. And then the sage, which I'm not, anywhere near yet so yeah, no, yeah, there. But yes that's like so we come into life as the child of course mm. and then we develop and progress into the warrior which is the stages that you and i met yeah. at when it was far more competitive and we were driven yeah. and we were hungry this is what we do this is what yeah. we get and when we speak about sports teams we were talking earlier about like player welfare and mental health mm. and it's very easy to overlook a lot of that stuff and you hear people talk about the the bum pat, like just go on, mate, crack yeah, on, just get yeah, out on the field. Yeah. But that's because most of us are in warrior phase. Mm. So there's no time, there's no space for no. for anything above or, or underneath it. Exactly. But the, what's great about that though is that sport is a perfect outlet. So if you don't, if you can't articulate how you feel, sport is a really good outlet. Go and take it out on the pitch. Mm. Go and put it all into performance. Yeah. But then you notice as people start to make that shift from warrior to statesman that's not enough. Mm. You don't want to just take it out on the pitch. You yeah. want to start thinking about it more or speaking about it more or doing more about it. Mm. And that's where I feel like you and I are now, yeah. which is why we can both have those great chats. And then you go into the sage yeah. when you're like, or the servant where you're, yeah. you know, yeah. that yeah. Marcus Aurelius figure, that's always what I have in yeah, my mind. Yeah, I know, man. Um, but yeah, mate, sorry, I just wanted to add that because I, I like it. It's a no, I love thing. it, mate. Looks fucking class as well. Yeah, is this that same tattooist? This one was, yeah. Yeah, I'm like thinking, look, yeah. I might go see him. I've never fancied a tattoo, but they're pretty decent, mate. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, I think. Ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be on commission, Miles. Yeah. Um, 
there was a research study done years ago on monkeys in a zoo. Yeah. I, I know you and I are David Brent You're fans. You're looking at me now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds like a setup for a David Brent gag. Yeah. But um, there was a research study done on monkeys in a zoo where they were put in a cage. Mm. Bananas were hung from oh, the top man. and the monkeys, of course, would jump up to grab the banana instinctively yeah. and the researchers would drop water on them. So four or five times in, the monkeys would figure it out and... If someone then went to go and jump up and grab the banana, they'd all batter the monkey yeah. and tell him to stay down because they didn't want to get drenched. Then they'd take two monkeys out and put two new monkeys in who hadn't seen the water fall at all. Mm. So when they went to get the, the bananas, everyone would batter them and they didn't know why. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Mm. And then they kept doing this, swapping two out until none of the monkeys in there had actually experienced the water being dropped on them. And that's our human conditioning. Yeah. So to talk about my journey with development question everything mm. question everything because where in your life have you just accepted rules where have you been drenched by water and been scared to actually take action on something mm. and where have you just been walking around accepting things for what other people are, are doing and behaving yeah. like yeah so don't overanalyze because mm. that's something that we can do like analysis by paralysis yeah. but 100%. question everything like why am I getting on the tube every single morning going into mm. work? Why am I working every hour under the sun? Why is money so important to me? Mm. Why does this particular job title or status make me feel like I'm more valued? Well, yeah. All these things that we've been conditioned over time. So there's been, there's been a lot of that, a lot of unpicking. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I think that's the main first step in it to ask the question. Mm. You know, maybe that's becoming the statesman, like you say. That's That's the actual... It's the it's the birth of a new version of yourself, really. You know, that's that's what you, you're getting into. And I was thinking this yesterday, and like, you know, when kids just ask why, they just ask why, they mm. just ask why. Because I think kids look at adults and they probably look at us stressing, running around, getting on the tube or mm. flipping, trying to make this meeting and, and doing all these things. And you imagine a kid or the little kid inside yourself just going, why? Mm. But I'm doing it because I need to make this meeting. But why do you need to make the meeting? Yeah. Because if 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 not, I'll, I'll I'll get the sack. And it's like, well, why? But then it, if you if you just ask why to the to the bottom of it and understand actually your intentions and what your needs are, then you can go, is this what I'm doing as a vehicle for my life? actually satisfying that need mm. you know like because for me as a rugby player like and why do you want to be captain of Leeds or why do you want to um, play for England or well because it's going to be amazing and I'm going to right why, why is it going to be amazing well if you just carry on going down that train of thought I reckon you get to somewhere where you go I don't know it's just what I'm doing do you know what yeah. I mean it's like no sort of conscious like yeah and i think that's where you can maybe get to when you you work with a coach like yourself you can actually get to a point where you you can just strip everything back and say right well what what is it that i actually want now? yeah and feel into and that, like we were saying like i think that's what similarly i'm doing now you know and i'm just like right i've had this flipping mental life for so <laughs> long i've battered myself for so long and um I've had a hangover of, of of concussion symptoms and I'm like, right, okay. Without just being swept up into something that I think is the right thing to do mm. in terms of my conditioning and what you say, that achieve, 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 yeah. because that's all I've ever known. All right, just hang fire. You know, what is it now? Yeah. Um, well, it's like which part of you is saying that? So when, yeah. you, when you're saying... Um, and maybe the Leeds captaincy is an unfair example because it's an incredible achievement and you, you, you dreamed of it as, since you were a kid. Yeah. Allow yourself to enjoy why, that. Why did I dream, is it, dream of it as a kid? Well, the quote I often use is, you can't be what you can't see. Mm. So you played rugby, were very good at it, and then you mm. saw people ahead of you that you wanted to emulate. Yeah. So that became the dream. And also, like, having a compelling future is one of the most important things anyone can have. Yeah. Because it pulls you into, and at least, not pulls you, but it focuses you towards something. It's possibility. 
Yeah. And th this is the thing that, like, I wish people knew. <clears throat> and we don't, I don't think we talk about projection enough, but we, we work as humans by projecting our own inner world onto what we see, mm -hmm. right? And I'm an amateur psychologist, but I've had to do some understanding for myself <laughs> to get myself out of some tricky situations, right? But we project our inner world onto what we see, mm. onto the external world. So I'll project anxiety onto other things, right? Into things in and around me. And that'll be not that person that's making me anxious. It's me that's anxious, mm. but using that as a scapegoat yeah. a little bit, you know? But then me also looking at it works on the other side it looking at a, a rugby game professional set of professional rugby players and seeing the the power and the flipping freedom and the 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 outstanding achievements like you say you've got to what was the phrase you said you've got to see it to you can't be what you can't, you can't see. be what you can't see that, you're feeling it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's you. That's mm. you that's feeling that possibility and wonder. That's just, uh, it's just what you're seeing that's mm. that's kicking up those feelings and emotions in you. And the difference is... And you, you put power outside of yourself a little bit. So I think some people put power outside of the self and say that's just them. But it's tapping into something for you. That's why we get thousands of fans coming to watch it. Mm. Because they're feeling they're feeling all the emotions and they think it's not within their capability to feel that for themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my reading of it. That's my theory of it. And I think projection is a well-known theory in psychology, but... Um, there's a, there's something called um, mirroring as well. Yeah. So this concept of mirroring, which means whatever, whatever I am being triggered by you is a reflection of what's happening internally yeah. within me. Yeah. So if we sat down together, you said something that made me feel anxious. Mm. Then earlier when I said about questioning everything, that's a signal to go, ah, oh, I should probably inquire a little what bit about that? that. What is it that Stevie said that made me go, fucking hell, oh, that makes me feel a bit anxious. Yeah. Or makes me feel pissed off or angry or whatever the thing is. It's mm. everyone is a mirror for what's happening internally for us. Yeah, They show up in your world to show you where you're not free. Yeah. yeah Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's that's where we're at. And I think we're all operating at the minute in society on this outer sphere of our lives where we're feeling emotion and offence and, you know, and it we never get anywhere because no one says, all right, fucking hell, Dave Chappelle's just said that, right? Mm. Why, do I, why do I feel like this? Instead of him being, we need to shut you down. You shouldn't be saying stuff like this, right? Just... I think there needs to be an attention, which has always been our message, to start with yourself, you know, to say, why do I why do I feel triggered by that? You know, what is it that's that's been unearthed and something that's not been looked at or I've not paid attention to myself or something that like recently I was saying to you last night that I've got to this position at the end of playing and I'm like I feel good sometimes, I feel excited, and I feel senses of freedom a lot of the time. But a lot of the time as well, I feel f anxious, I feel scared, I feel like um, my mind's just racing with thoughts. And, and, and like, for me, that's a signal that's saying, look mate, there's a lot going on that you need to pay attention to. You've been through this career, where you've not paid attention to yourself, how you feel, to the pain you're going through, here's something that you need to address, you know? And instead of me, although I've felt so much like lashing out and causing mayhem on the outside, I've just, I've done the journaling and I'm doing the journaling, I'm doing the mm. work and I'm feeling into how I actually feel and paying attention. Sometimes you get anxious, so anxious, mate. And I feel like, it debilitates me in life. So I just have to sit down and I have to just write and journal. Mm -hmm. And I'll just use these prompts, which ask me, you know, I'm journaling, I'm writing. It's like saying, when did you first realize that you couldn't show emotion hmm. or you couldn't show pain? 
Oh, I'm sure that you were hurt. I'm like, you know, when I was about <laughs> seven, eight years old yeah. when I was playing rugby and, you know, and and there's a, there's a massive, I think this is a massive discussion that needs to happen for rugby players and it needs to be more open. People need to put more attention to it and understand that this is just a need from playing such a tough game and being part of such a physical, brutal match that there's going to be a hangover of where you have to look after yourself yeah. and actually... Self-care is makes me feel a little bit ill sometimes, right? The, the word self-care, I'm like, self-care. Get the candles out and hmm. and uh, look at... But, mate, like, it's needed. It's, like, not the, not the... Not the superficial version that floats around on Instagram. You know, not that version. And not the version which you're allowing yourself to get away with not doing anything you know all that because I've got those voices inside my head but actually to just go right I'm going to listen to myself do you know what I mean mm. I'm going to listen to myself now and just see what I need and give myself what I need because I've lived a career where I've not given myself what I need do you know what I mean I live a life and I've not listened to that voice which is saying fuck it now mate you're hurt here do you know what I mean yeah so went on one there, didn't I? I love it, mate. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um good to share. But that's yeah, that's that's sort of when you're talking about mirroring and you're talking about these things that you see, I think that is part of the game. You're looking at your program and you're looking at your condition and you're looking at where you're leaving yourself out to dry, you're looking at these things that you're doing are actually causing you pain and stress. And a lot of it is that, in it, I imagine. Is mm -hmm. that something that you, you know, work with with your clients and <clears throat> what stress, stress, um, mirroring? You know, like, does it go to, to to those depths, or is it more about looking at the formulas of of how you're working? You know, looking at the yeah the cause and effect. You know what I mean? It's a bit of everything. I'll tell, tell you what it is, mate. Because I have, I have two things that I say. One is more about educating a possible new client on the work that I would do, and when and when I talk about that, I talk about what they want. Yeah. Because it's very different from actually what they need. Yeah. So I talk about helping them become a powerful leader, mm. helping them to build a confident team that's going to support their vision, helping mm. them to trust their intuitions and make good decisions. Mm. That's what they want. Yeah. What they need is <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. slightly different. And yeah. that's that work is about understanding who you are, mm. understanding your triggers, understanding your insecurities, understanding mm. the narratives that you've built about yourself, understanding mm. how you view yourself, so your self-image. Yeah. Because these are all the things that affect us on a day-to-day -day basis and then translate into business. And we wonder why we're stressed. We wonder why yeah. we're anxious. We wonder why we don't trust our sales director and then yeah. we, we rewind the clock and we see that our parents got divorced when they were 15. Yeah. So we have a we have a definition of love, which mm. is a bit fucked up, mm. but we haven't linked the two. Yeah. But then we can say, oh, well, I don't quite have a good relationship with trust because of that experience in my teens. Mm. No wonder I don't trust my sales director. Yeah. Or what, you know, yeah. random example, but that yeah. sort of thing. So it's deep work, understanding who we are and that involves some looking back in the past. It's not therapy, so yeah. it's not therapeutic, but we look at just the event of what happened, not unpicking the trauma, but what mm. happened. And then crucially, what did I make it mean? Mm. Because then, then when you see how, what you made it mean, then you can see the story that plays in your head. Mm. And then you have to start to shift that. So I'll talk about how when, if you imagine a, a fresh, Amount. Of what are you it's just like a fresh. It's just like a fresh, clean, white sheet of paper mm. to say, "This is, this is where we're at in it." And you, you know, can rewrite re it. Yeah. yeah, there's it's a powerful mate. It's like when, everyone needs to do it. Yeah. Do you know oh, what I mean? Well, I, I think that. I know you think that. Yeah. But it's but people have to feel enough pain to want to change. Yeah. So there's the pleasure and pain paradox mm. that they they are the things that help us predict behaviour. Pleasure needs to stop working. Exactly. Yeah. And it needs we need to be in enough pain to want to change. 
So that's my story was that I hit my version of rock bottom. It got painful enough that I was no longer prepared to put up with my situation and my life. Mm. So I changed it. Mm. But not everybody is at that place yet. Yeah. So they're not prepared to do the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's also, I, I can't remember what the quote was because you said something earlier that was really interesting. Um, I think it's Conf Confucius. Yeah. We'll credit him. Go on. Yeah, he, he deserves some credit. Yeah, he deserves a bit of credit. Every now and then. He says you know a good thing. I mean? <laughs> He's lived but. a life that long. <laughs> I don't know how long he lived for, though. They, they only lived till about 30. Back in <laughs> yeah, day, smashed it. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, YOLO, innit? You know, yeah. Back in there for those fellas. Yeah. Fuck, you know, 30 years and you're done. <laughs> I want to see how they go for 90 years, mate. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what we're doing. Can you keep it up? We're flipping Apple watches on and flipping things, <laughs> keeping you alive. And Oh, man, that's the, ne that's the next test. Bring them back. That's what I thought. You know what I mean? Bring them back. See Bring Marcus back. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was him who said, we all have two lives. The second starts when we realise we yeah. only have one. Yeah. And that shift for me was when I became a dad and I started to see what a innocent, pure human being was mm. and how this world was affecting them. Yeah, man. And you were saying earlier about when, when you're asking why and stuff and like, well, shit, now I'm having to actually think about a reason mm. as to why there's a shop with food in it. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that packet of apples like that? Like, why what, is it why is, like that? Yeah, all of these things. And what do we need this you know why yeah. why do we that's what i we were mentality launching mentality i'm like why the fuck are we not talking about stuff mm. <laughs> like you know you just you just feel like you sometimes open your eyes and it, you, you you see things differently don't you yeah yeah um also it's scary as well the bigger thing as well is like the closest people to you in in the world you're talking about projection mm. like your shit that you're carrying on to call it trauma you know we were talking about Gabo Mate the other day yeah. like big T trauma or small T trauma like mm. or whatever the things and insecurities that you have going on internally they do rub off on the people closest to us yeah so the the scary thing for me about becoming a dad was I suddenly felt like a gun to the head mm. to do the work mm. because if I don't do the work then she'll have my shit yeah she'll grow up conditions to fear the things I fear mate. to behave the way I behave and all those things and that suddenly became very real I was like you know before when we spoke about it like you know take my time I can mm. read this book I can go to this therapist mm. I can do this meditation and it all felt like a little bit of just play yeah really yeah. and a bit of like exploration bit of exploration yeah. bit of fun wellness I feel better after it la di da now it's a lot more serious because if I don't unpick this stuff and reframe it and figure myself out, I'm deeply affecting her life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, what have I done? That's something that I've warded off for quite a while. Mm. The uh, the old offspring thing. Yeah. You know, uh, James Jones, you can, is like, when are you going to start breeding more? <laughs> Saying this to me at like 22. I'm like, man, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Why would I start breeding <laughs> He's now? He's got about 12 kids. He's got 12 kids, yeah. <laughs> and the fucking, you know, he's a legend of a bloke and he's, you know, he's just that real traditional old school flipping, you know, warrior, but statesman at the same time, mm. you know. Um, me and Jonesy probably walking around training ground, bumping into things, forgetting hoodies, forgetting jumpers. I think we're probably just thinking about flipping when the planet, how, how quick the planet's spinning or, you know, <laughs> thinking about um, what's going to happen in 20 years if if we don't change this little thing here. And, yeah. you know, that's probably what, what I like to, to, to think. I don't know, maybe... Yeah, maybe there was no thoughts going at all, but, but that would be a delightful sort of proposition. Um, <laughs> no, some of the stuff that's like, we're talking about the, the conditioning and why people don't change. Because, you know, if I talk about some of the people who I've had on the podcast, from your Eddie Hearns to your Sir Clive Woodwards to, you know, James Askell Wainbridge, yeah. to see Fred Grove, like I could reel off like all these incredible performers. There is a responsibility. Sometimes the story's told and we're holding these stories in such high esteem, but the behaviors behind those achievements are not good for us. Yeah. So I sometimes am in two minds because I want to inspire people to strive towards the things that they want to do, mm. to live a purposeful life, 
to be happy, mm. to, you know, all, all the things that you and I talk about. Mm. But a lot of the stories that we're celebrating came from, you pain. know, pain, yeah, yeah, deep pain, anxiety, people suffer for it. If I think about Sir Steve Redgrave, like, you know, nearly died twice on his journey of achieving five gold medals. Mm. And he's, he's held in such high esteem and he's a legend. But is that what we should be celebrating? Yeah. Oh, man, you're getting into it now. You're getting into <laughs> it now. You know, there's that, that phrase, win at all costs. Mm. And no one thinks about it. This is the thing. Think deeply about simple things. Win at all costs. Mm. Get rich or die trying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Grew up with that, mate. Yeah. Um, class film, that. Yeah. On that one. Um, but win at all costs. All costs. What's mm. all costs? Yeah. Who knows what all costs are? Yeah. Are you prepared to find out what those costs are? That is the question. That is the the thing that, that is tied to the feeling of wonder, possibility and freedom when you watch a rugby game and want to emulate it or when you watch an NFL game or when you want to become a boxer or when you want to run a billion pound business. Win at all costs. Mm. It's people say it. Yeah. Are you prepared to find that out? I do. With some of my clients, I do a, a cost sheet analysis, right? Yeah. So we identify what you want, understand what you want, because I believe you can have anything that you want. Mm. I Tr do. Truly. Yeah. But at what cost? Mm. I ask that question. It's one of the most valuable questions I think you can ask. And I know for myself, when we talk about self-awareness, my pattern is to run myself into the ground mm. and make myself ill. And I Habits. do that every That's couple it. of years yeah. when I get either burned out or the things we've spoken about before. Yeah. And the first time this year, I've really been like, well, yeah, I want these things, but at what cost? Yeah. Am I going to make myself ill again to get yeah. it? Because I don't want to do that yeah, anymore, yeah, actually. Yeah. So what does that mean then? And there's a really lovely quote that the Navy SEALs use, which is, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Now, do you know what I did with that? I've got that on my laptop. It's weird you said that. Amazing. I printed it. Well, I didn't print it out. I wrote it on awful handwriting. I got some lined paper on it and I just solitaired it to my laptop. So when I open my laptop, I see it. Class. Tell me about it. Say what you're saying. Well, just that like you realise that actually running at a million miles an hour isn't good for you health wise, but actually it isn't even good for your performance. No. And you're, oh my God. You're, 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 you're too tunnel vision. Mm. and you're not aware of other possibilities that could enter into your life. And slow is smooth. We want to feel smooth in balance. We want to have this this feeling of like a smooth momentum that we yeah. sort of flow through life. Yeah. And so, so there, therefore smooth is fast. Yeah. You're more aware, you're higher energy. You can make decisions in a probably more strategic way because you're not fatigued. Yeah. You're not overdoing it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just, it, I'm, I'm by no means perfect at this. I, I, I feel a bit ropey today because I've yeah. been overdoing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all the habits die hard, mate. Yeah. And the, the, the positive of that is you've got, you've got, that's, you've lived and breathed that, mate. I've lived and breathed it. And you've taken those lessons on and you've got the groove in your brain that allows you to get shit done mm. it's the warrior it's get shit done yeah don't like take any backward step like make something create something do the work that's needed yeah. and sacrifice everything else right but now we're getting to the point where i talk about sustainable high performance to to businesses to, to private equity firms and uh they probably see me coming and wondering what the hell i'm going to talk about right but this is the evolution right because it's like the tortoise and what is it? The tortoise and the hare. Yeah. We've been taught that since flipping, yeah. since we opened our eyes. The hare oh, sits down and has a rest, right? But in reality, the hare's flipping, lying on the sofa, burnt out, mm. absolutely battered. And then slowly smooth, mm. smooth is fast. He's just gone past tortoise and he's just flipping. He's killing it. Do, do you know what it is as well? Because that's such a perfect analogy. You're right. We're mm. told that as kids, yeah. but we still want to be the hare. Yeah, we do, yeah. We know the hair loses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we in the long run, it loses, man. But I think that's because because we're in we're in pain. We're yeah. trying to fill a void. Yeah. And we're run by this feeling of pain and we're trying to fill that temporarily with, you know, achievements, money, yeah. success, whatever those things are that make us feel like short term wins. 
Mm. It's so difficult, mate. I, I remember though coming to this configuration in my brain, thinking, looking around at what I was doing and how much I was working and achieving. Yeah. And it was like a loss. I felt like a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? I felt I felt like a loss. What was a loss? This grip on exactly what we've just been talking about on needing to like kill yourself to do something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What when you change on you the mean? achievements? Yeah, on the achievements yeah. on the the accumulation because it's an illusion of control yeah isn't it we're, yeah it's an illusion we're on, mate we're on that hamster wheel mm. and you go into training you go and play at the weekend mm. you score your try or whatever you know the yeah. things that satisfy you and make you again self image make yeah. you see yourself how you want to see yourself yeah but it's an illusion of control it feels good it feels good but I think I think the next step to still be able to achieve and still to, to be able to um, do the things that you want to do and, and make a difference and create, I think it's to feel inherently worthwhile as you are. Do you know what mm. I mean? I think it's cultivating the practices to feel like you're okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this here doesn't mean whether you fulfil that or not doesn't mean if you're okay or not. And we do have, you know, and I look at David Goggins and I think, I think he's amazing, right? And I think he's probably saved quite a load of lives. But I only think that he's given half of the picture a little bit. Yeah. I think he needs to, for himself, he needs to just surrender. I think he's, he's battering himself every day but to what end? Mm. And is the aversion, is there that little boy inside himself that's going, fucking hell mate, I just need a bit of chill. I just need to chill out a bit or I need to stop being hurt. Because it's just, you know, reading his book, he's just been hurt all his life. Yeah. And Which is ironically called Can't Hurt Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you look pretty hurt, yeah. mate. Do you know what I mean? Um, Thing is, we'll, we'll never know. Like, it's, we don't, you can't see inside that's the mind. Only, of, yeah, that's only my yeah. point of view. I think it is the balance of the two, right? Mm. So there's, I still want to achieve material success, financial success, commercial success, whatever mm. that thing is, yeah. right? In the external world, I still want to achieve. I still yeah. want to have a great podcast. I want to have more listeners. Yeah. I want to have, you know, a nice house and all these things. Like, mm. I still want yeah. that. Yeah. But the challenge is when you are only focused on that. Attached to it. Attached to it, yeah. yeah. And, that, and, and that gives you your value versus having the balance between the introspection and understanding who you are and being mm. aligned to your values and checking in with yourself on how you feel and how you are acting and behaving day to day. Yeah. So like there's the balance between the two. Yeah. And what happens is if you suddenly get loads of material success or external success, you can you can wander too far over in that direction. Mm. And that's what happens with very, very famous people like Kanye yeah. and all these we were talking about last oh, night. Man. Lost because themselves. they're lost in it. They're lost yeah. in that external. Yeah. Whereas you have to find that balance. We we do live in a commercial material world yeah. in the Western world. So yeah. that's the game that's played. Yeah. If you want to play, you it, play it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you've got to walk that tightrope between the two. Mm. Um, and that's and that's the game, I think. I feel like if I died tomorrow, I'd be all right. Really? Do you know what I mean? I, f I feel... I feel like right now I'm I'm so I love I love the people I love Natalie I love do you know like I've I've got such like an amazing but I'm I'm happy, I'm happy to to play do you know what I mean that's what I feel like I feel like I'm not I feel like if if any of that's again that we're talking about the material success all that sort like if that's to gain, I don't want to compromise any mm. of what I feel good about and yeah. who I am because it's not worth it. It don't feel good. Yeah, It only feels good if my internal world is good and I'm putting that onto the onto my external world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like inside out, innit? Mm -hmm. It's like going from inside 
to out instead of getting all of it yeah. to bring in and, yeah. and not not working and not fixing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I say that because, I mean, I, it wouldn't be all right if I died because there'll be a lot of people upset and, and all that. But, um, yeah, like I'm just, like these conversations for me are worth the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're literally doing it now. They're worth the world. And I just feel amazing having them. And I feel amazing to be able to speak about these things. Um, I just have faith that things are going to be good anyway. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, Even though I'll be in pain, things are going to be good. Yeah. Because we're always going to be in pain. <clears throat> right? But That's a nice sentiment. But like, I... I you are and can be a pioneer in the space that you work in. Mm. You have your own unique experience with concussion, with mental health, with playing as a professional athlete. I I also believe that things are definitely going to be all right for you, whatever you want that to be. Yeah. I think that you have a very bright future, whatever you're doing. And I've and I've watched on I know, you know, we since twenty nineteen we spoke on the phone and we, we stay mm. in touch, but I've admired so much the way you've gone through your transition from being a pro athlete mm. to doing what you're doing now mm. and closing that chapter and the documentary and all mm. the other things that you're doing and, and what's coming up mm. so i feel like that you know it's to make a difference you know I, f I feel i feel glad and i feel lucky that i've got the opportunity to make a difference mm. i also feel a lot of responsibility you know um, and I say that that just because um, it's a big thing to say, but I've also gone into games, you know, feeling like if this is if you know if that's the proposition, then I'm all right because mm. I've give everything. I'm giving everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that's the thing that you learn that you never want to feel like you've not giving it a crack yeah you know when you when you're growing up and when you're playing and that was the thing that i'd, I'd die by <laughs> mm. um but yeah like i think though uh, saying that is trying to stress how important it is for me to do my best do you know what i mean and and to and to live in alignment with who i am mm. You know, um, and that changes as well. It does change. That's it the changes. challenge. Yeah, yeah. And just when you figure it out, you're like, yes, and then mm. something happens, or yeah. like, you know, when I became a dad again. When I became a dad again, that was like the biggest change for me, and yeah. your whole identity shifts. The same, probably when you left, like when I left the corporate world, when you left rugby, it's mm. like, okay, so who am I now then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's important to me That's now? So big right now, mate, because people have gone through COVID and everyone's having their own reflection period yeah. now, you know, and they have been having it and yeah. they're asking these questions and probably listening to this podcast and thinking, fucking hell, I'm in and around what Mark's talking about um, and looking to have that guide, you know, that guide to a new version. And, and this is the thing, it's like, there's a lot of fear of what you're going to lose if you change your mindset mm. you know like there's a lot what, what does that mean what, am I going to still feel this but yeah it's literally you're not changing what you get and what you can receive I think you're just in a different place to receive it and yeah. do it you know you're not you're not you're not forcing it all mm. the time you know what what we resist persists yeah so in that right mate fucking hell and we were talking about this last night, weren't we? But like the things that we, we that we resist, that we don't give attention to, which we know we need to, mm. persist in our life and keep coming up in our life. So, if that reflection process is something that people are listening and going through, then as scary as it is, some at some stage you're gonna have to face it or carry it to your deathbed. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is what a lot of people sadly do. Mate, and I was listening to um, a podcast. It was Johnny Wilkinson with Peter Crone. I don't know if you've heard of Peter Crone. Yeah, have. He's like the relationships guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit of a coach, and I think his relationships, team relationships, um, romantic, you know, all these romantic. Um, I think what he talks about is, and it, and I wish, I wish that I spoke to him when I was playing. 
Um, but him and Johnny Wilkinson, Johnny Wilkinson is great. He's just like flipping. He's just talking as it as it comes, and he's just open and he's just saying, "This is how I thought. This is how I felt." And he's, you know, he's grown up looking at these players that he thought it was tough to be so scared of losing that it wasn't an option. But in reality, what you need to do is just accept the possibility of losing. Mm. You know, accept it. And then you free yourself up to go and win because mm. you're not in fear. You know what I mean? You're not warding it off all the time. You, you're freed up to go and do it. And they've shown like the chimp paradox and all the neuroscience that once you talk about a fear and you address it, the blood shifts from the amygdala, which is like the center for panic, the center for fear and, and, and alert and anxiety. And it goes to the rest of the brain. Mm. And it's like, why are we telling people to yeah. to talk about the fears? You know, if they come and spoke to you, they'd probably speak to you for a half hour or a therapist or whatever they feel like they're feeling into. And they're like, oh my God, you've got options. Do you mm. know what I mean? You're not, you're not tunnel visioned. You're not forced into something. Yeah, I love know? that, mate. That's so good. There's a, <clears throat> there's a phrase called um, learning to work with your biology, not against it. Mm but not enough of us actually understand it. So even that information that you said there, right? With that education, with that understanding, you can do so much. I know. So just by addressing your fears and talking about them, because we've been taught and conditioned not to, we mm. won't do it. But if we know then actually the science behind it helps ease the feeling of what that fear is. And actually you will then be more successful yeah. as a result. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange, mate, but sport, sport is one of those things that's, you know, it's a great outlet, but it has its downsides as yeah. well. But yeah. 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 So I don't know if it's going to the quick fires now, are you? Do you want it? Yeah. Let's do it, mate. Let's I mean, I can it. speak all day, yeah, but. 11. Yeah, we do. So we're going quick fire. Yeah. We're going to turn it on to you now, Can mate. Because you've been firing questions at everyone <laughs> most of your life and putting them on spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to come back to you, mate. I'm the first person to, to put it on mark. So um, first question. You might recognize some of these. What is one habit that you would recommend everyone to do? You mentioned it earlier, journaling. Mm. It's become a really important part of my, my routine. I'm not brilliant at doing it every day. Yeah. I tend to do it on the days when I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have some stuff in there, yeah, which is positive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, just the practice of journaling whatever you feel like writing at that particular moment. For me, it's like if I've, if I've gone through something or something's happened, yeah. then writing that down, having space between the thought mm. and actually what you're writing allows you to be a little bit more objective yeah. and almost self-coach and self-soothe yeah. whatever's going on. 100%. And you know, you get to the end of the page and you're like, huh, it's not actually that bad. Like, and oh, I can see all the benefits in this and I can see the positives and I can see why this happened. And, mm. And then it, it, it transforms the way that you feel about it. That's that thing again. It's that freeing your mind up again yeah. to have less fear, anxiety, stress, yeah. worry. And you're like, oh, okay, I've cleared that up. Yeah. I've cleared that up. It's um, nice to have a dialogue with yourself. It sounds yeah. strange, but we talk to ourselves in our minds all day mm. and we're not often very kind to ourselves. Yeah, 100%. So with journaling, you can have a dialogue with yourself and it's like... Self, that is self-care. That is yeah. loving yourself a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what is the one trait that separates your own successful self that you are sat here as right now, my friend, compared to the self that wouldn't have achieved that? What's that trait that you've got that makes a difference for you? It's funny because I ask these questions. I've never even thought about it. Mm. Um, All the things that all the words that are coming up are like relentlessness, yeah. like drive <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. passion and all these things. But I'm like, is that it? Mm. I don't know if that's it. Because a lot of people have got that, haven't they? Yeah. Not everyone has, but a lot of people have got it. I think the thing that I do have is like I'm very self-motivated. Yeah. Do you know what? There's this really great study which showed what makes people successful, and I related to it so deeply. Mm. It was surprising what came back. It's that 
you have an inflated sense of self. So mm. just for some reason, you believe you're going to be a success. Yeah. You might not know what in, but you think you're going to make something yeah. of your life. Like for some reason, and I felt like that from a young age as a mm -hmm. kid. I always knew I was going to do something. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got deep insecurities. Mm. So you've got this inflated sense of self. You know you're going to be amazing and do these great things, but you've also got deep insecurities about whether you can actually do it. So there's yeah. this inner battle going on. Yeah. And then the third one is you have impulse control. Mm. So you don't need the thing today. You can put the work in today and get the benefit in a week or a month yeah. or a year or a lifetime. Yeah. And I think that I'm very self-motivated. I don't need people to get me to do stuff, which is important mm. as an entrepreneur yeah. and a solopreneur. Like I don't, you know, I have other people that work with me, but they're not employed by me. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'd say those other three things as well. Like mm. I just have an inner belief that I'm going to do something. But that might come from a bad place. <laughs> yeah, it's a good mix though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you're looking at achieving and you're looking at becoming, mm. it's a good mix. Yeah. I like it's the impulse good. control one. I think that's yeah. really important because- that's great, that. It's that marshmallow test, isn't it? If you, yeah. you can have it now and or you can have two later. And that's something that we addressed uh, at the Rhinos at, in 2019 about that ability to put off the gratification, you know, and to look at the process and allow the process to take hold and mm. be the platform for us to go and achieve instead of just thinking we need to win this game or just need to, we need to, prove ourselves at this game in this yeah. moment you know it's like well, hold on we don't need to prove anything right now and that's been a theme towards many championships and grand finals that we've won mm -hmm. you know it's not been popping the cork after you beat a team away and and thinking you're amazing and the next week getting beat it's like yeah. there's all process and experiences that you need to go through with each other so that when you get to the final you're like fucking hell this is what we're built for this is mm -hmm. what exactly what we've been building our our armory for you know and and feeling shocking for and and all that culminates in this final you know in this mm -hmm. game so i like it i like it i like that answer yeah yeah um what's one thing you're excited about <clears throat> i told you earlier you're going to come down when it's done but i'm converting the garage next to my house which is a it's actually a ridiculously big garage for, yeah. <laughs> for what it is and I'm turning that into my study and I'm turning it into my podcast studio mm. with a gym and a little wellness space where I love the sauna and the ice bath. Yeah. So to be able to work from there and create from there and, and bring people like clients in there and coach and work in that space mm. and help them through whatever their journeys are and help them achieve the things they want to achieve, to be able to shoot the love podcast that. from there as well. Yeah, man. Um, it's just, a, it's, I'm really excited about what 2023 has in store. So. Yeah, I'd say that. And then there's loads of stuff on, on the personal side as well, which I'm excited to see what my life becomes by going through some difficult periods. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. I know you I'm are, with mate. you, mate. Always. I'm with you. And uh, let's not leave it too long, you know? Lockdown didn't help us, did it? No, COVID. it didn't. It didn't. But I feel like I've been with you anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Same. You know? Um, and that's magic. Well, thanks for coming on, mate. And we got into it again. We got yeah. into it by hook or by crook. And uh, love speaking to you, mate. Love chatting to you. Yeah. And love, I love where you are. I love what, what you're doing. I love what you're excited about. I love the honesty. Um, makes me feel good speaking to you, pal. Oh, good, mate. Nah, likewise. Like I said, I, I really value the friendship. So, yeah, man. I like dumping all my emotional baggage. Yeah, yeah mate, I'm like, give me the baggage where we are, where we're we going. Let's um, have a sieve through. Yeah, exactly. Like, where's this? <laughs> What's going on? Um, but yeah, legend, legend. legend. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching. Um, that's Mark Whittle of Take Flight, the legend who has taken flight himself and he helps other people do it when you're ready to do it. When the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. So <laughs> yes. that's what they say. That's what they say, <laughs> So thank you for watching and appreciate everyone watching and diving into these podcasts because it's, it's a little bit away from the mainstream, probably. And you're probably thinking, what the hell are they talking about? Or what am I talking about sometimes? Because I was in that space at one point and I also doubted and questioned which is exactly what you need to be doing. So thanks for watching and
appreciate you all being on this journey. And to be honest, I'd love to hear what people think actually. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to hear some feedback of if you've been on the journey, wherever you've picked up and what you think about it. And I actually want to add some, this is me on the spot. I actually want to add some interviews of people personally who've listened and what they think about it and what, they, what they're thinking about maybe my evolution, Mark's evolution, their own evolution. Uh, and how they've enjoyed the journey. I love to speak to people doing that because that makes me feel good as well. Um, and I'm really selfish and all I want to do is feel good. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's do it. What? Let's do it. When does this go out? This will be going out in a few weeks, I reckon. Three or four weeks. Okay, well, why don't we just ask everyone who's listening to DM us or yeah. comment on the YouTube or whatever yeah. and just tell us tell us their thoughts tell us yeah, yeah. whatever they're comfortable telling maybe a DM is better because it's more private yeah yeah send us a DM and we can chat can't we we'll have a chat and see where we, where we are see what people are thinking and people can really jump on the journey now mega legend mate yeah thanks brother Cheers, brother oh god that was, oh, a, good, that was electric it? that one eh? <laughs> oh electric <laughs> oh. alright <laughs>